0: All right. We are live with another instant reaction show. It's just me today. Uh, I'm the only one home for uh, for Christmas Eve today. Uh, Patriots couldn't complete it. They couldn't complete it. They almost had it. Um, they looked, you know, obviously lose 22 to 18 um, to the uh, 22, yeah, 22 to 18 to the uh, Bengals. And they looked just absolutely atrocious. Like maybe the worst team in the league in, in the first half. They couldn't stop. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. They couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't run the ball. They were just absolutely atrocious, just absolutely atrocious in the first half, um, and then they, you know, and then they started mounting a comeback. Right? Of course, it starts with the with the with the Marcus Jones pick six, which, you know, obviously the return's incredible. And Marcus is—I mean, everyone knows I love Marcus Jones uh, so much—and he had another turnover with with a fumble recovery, but the return was incredible. But the play was, you know, was the the uh, the cover zero the all out blitz and you know Chase didn't read it and you know so Barna threw it up there the way he did because he figured I'm going to put it up high so that Chase can just try to moss you know Marcus Jones smaller guy makes sense but Chase didn't go to the sideline and so Jones did and of course you know rest is history with the, with the return but you know it just this team look I mean as bad as it was in the first half, and it was really bad. I mean, that's that's some of the worst football you'll ever see in your entire life. That the you know the the um, the Bengals had over 300 yards of offense in the first half. The Patriots couldn't move the ball. Um, it was just it was really really bad. I think at one point the Patriots had five first downs and the Bengals had 25, and it was just like they just couldn't do anything, right? And they you know they they picked they ended up picking Borrow off, um, you know, with Devin McCourty. And they couldn't do anything with that, and so it, you just kind of like you felt like the offense wasn't doing anything. Um, and and then they put in Kendrick Bourne. And then all of a sudden, Mac started making throws downfield. All of a sudden he's throwing into triple coverage on third down and Matt and, and um and he's making a great play on third down. And he's throwing a, a ball to the sideline, which you know, and we'll talk about the, the last throw to Taekwon and how it was a little underthrown, but like that throw to Kendrick Bourne was an absolute missile to Kendrick Bourne on the sideline where he gets that second foot down bill end up ha- ends up having to challenge it. Cause they call it incomplete, but that throw is, you know, just over the safety's hands. It was an unbelievable throw by Mac Jones and pretty far downfield too. Um, and so, you know, he's got, he doesn't have the best arm in the world. Right. And so that's why you see the, the, the underthrow to Taekwon because he didn't get everything on it. I think if he gets everything on it, it's an easy completion to Taekwon, but, uh, and maybe even a touchdown with the way that Taekwon could run. But nevertheless, um, you know, just an absolutely phenomenal throw. And it is it is clear to everyone watching the game, anyone that watches the game, it is a 100% clear that he loves Kendrick Bourne. Mac loves throwing the ball to Kendrick Bourne. He loves it. It's clear that he loves it because Bourne, you know, they're just on the same page. They have this chemistry together that's undeniable. And it started out last year, at the end of last year. And so I had thought at the beginning, coming into this year, I was telling people, Because, you know, I I do fantasy stuff, and I was telling people, like, you should take Henry Bourne over Jacoby Myers because you'll be able to get him later, and they're going to have similar numbers. That has not been the case this year because Myers has played almost every snap, and Bourne hasn't played at all. And it just, like, but every time he's out there, he seems to be doing something good, right? And it's not all good, but for the most part, it's pretty good when he's on the field. And so, like, I don't... Then you start to question the coaching and, and some of the coaching decisions. And you say, well, are they putting the best guys out there on the field, right? Is it, it, does Matty P not like, not like Kendrick Warren? And that's why he's not out there. And if that's the case, you know, do should we reconsider what we're looking at here? Because that is, that's unacceptable. It's just unacceptable. You can't have something like that happen where the coach doesn't like a player. And so, you know, he's not going to play. It just, it isn't good for your football team. And especially when your quarterback is a second year quarterback who has struggled this year. But when this guy's in the field, he plays pretty well. And so, you know, it just, it was, I was happy to see him finally play again. And so I don't want to be all negative and dump all over everyone, but you know, you just kind of, you kind of wonder like, what are we doing here? You know? Um, I love the, look, all of it was the second half was a completely different game. It was a completely different game. It's like, we were watching two different teams, you know, the Bengals could move the ball a little bit, but really couldn't move the ball as much as they wanted to. You obviously have the pick six by Marcus Jones. You have the great play by Matthew Judon to strip the ball from Jamar Chase. And, of course, Jones recovers it. And you just sit there and say, like, man, this is like, this is trending in the Patriots' direction. And then, you know, now you're down by four. They, you missed the extra point with Nick Folk. And, and, look, you know, I said at the time that I thought Folk was washed. I don't think Folk is was washed. I do think that I, I have a serious concern about Folk's leg strength. However, Evan McPherson, one of the better kickers in the league, missed two extra points and a field goal going down that end. So, clearly... There was wind issues down that end obviously Uh, you know it wasn't just like it was like oh mcpherson was fine and nick folk was you know was money uh, was was bad from that end that wasn't the case right they were both struggled on that end so clearly there was some wind issues down there um and so that's something where you can kind of say hey like it is what it is sometimes those things happen but you know so fine now you're down by four but man you get the ball back from that And then Marcus Jones comes back out and has that run on second down. And you're just like, man, this is, this is exactly what you're looking for. Now the Patriots all of a sudden are moving the ball and they're in field goal range. And of course they need to get into the red zone. Now they are in the red zone. Great. They pick up the first down. They got no timeouts left. Right. So what do you do? You run it up the middle again with Ramondre. And this is just, it's been a consistent theme in the red zone where you just run the ball and run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. And that's, that's, That's what he, it just, it's, it's so frustrating, you know, to see them run it straight up the middle and Ramondre can't, he can't fumble that that, that's a hundred percent on Ramondre. He cannot fumble that ball. It's inexcusable. However, he was three yards from where he was going to be marked down. He was going to be marked down three yards ahead of where he fumbled the ball. So for me, I start, I look at that and I say, well, wait a second. If that's not, I I don't, I'm, I'm very confused about where, why isn't that forward momentum? His forward momentum is clearly stopped. He's getting pushed back by three guys. And sure, he's fighting against those three guys, but his forward momentum is clearly stopped. And then the ball gets stripped out and they, and, you know, and they lose the ball, and there's nothing you can do. You can't challenge. He's obviously not on the ground, right? And so it's it's very frustrating to see that. Now, again, would I like to see them throw the ball? I thought killing the clock in that moment was a good idea until there was a minute left. Now there's a minute left. They have no timeouts left. Why are we running a straight up the middle again? Do something different, right? Give them a different look. Because even if fine, Mondre gets stopped there, he doesn't fumble. Well, you're still at the six yard line, right? You still have now second and goal at the six, and now the clock is running. And so now you're like, oh boy, now we got to do something with the ball, right? And so it's just it's those things that just that frustrate the hell out of you. And then Mac takes the 15 yard penalty. And again, it may not be a huge deal but that 15 yard penalty is a, can make a big difference right because if they're punting from from the their end zone essentially right they're punting from their end zone as opposed to punting from the from the 20 right or from the you know from the 15 or whatever it was a great punt uh, actually it wasn't a great punt it was a short it was a it was a low line drive punt and Marcus Jones just drops it and it's just i mean look Marcus Jones did everything in that game right what do you i mean you know at a certain point you just kind of sit there and say he can't do everything right it's unfortunate that that happened Uh, In that moment, you figure he's probably going to have a 15, 20-yard return because he outkicked the coverage on that play, right? And it's similar to that Jets game where he makes one guy miss and all of a sudden it's a touchdown, right? And so I'm not saying he would have returned it for a touchdown or anything like that, but it probably would have been at least a 15-yard return, and now you're looking at it getting the ball at the 35 or the 40 to start as opposed to the 20. That's a big difference, right? It's a big difference. And so it's those little things, right? The mistake by Mac Jones, obviously the fumble by Mondre kills you. But the 15-yard penalty by Mac Jones afterwards, the drop punt return by by Marcus Jones afterwards, like those things now they contribute to you losing. And, and there's a million examples of that all over the game. But the play calling just – the play calling drives you absolutely insane. It drives you insane. You come out to start the game against Cincinnati. It was a good run defense. They were a good run defense. So what do you do? Run it, run it, throw it. Ooh. And you go three and out. Well, of course you go three and out because they have a good run defense. And that's you script the first 15 plays. Those are your first three plays. It just like, it makes no sense. And I know monitor a great player. And he's one of your best offensive players. He is uh, without a doubt. He might be one of the, he's one of the better players on the team for sure. So I know you want the ball in his hands, but at a certain point, it's just like, if we just run up the middle, every play, of course they're going to know what's coming and they're going to be able to stop it. And that, it's so frustrating. And so, you know, um, I appreciate you tuning in, tuning in from uh, from Germany, Matt. I appreciate that. Um, I agree; they need a number one receiver. They need a real number one receiver, because realistically, and you know, and Tyquan Thornton. Look, Tyquan Thornton. Mac has Thornton earlier in the game and drops it. And look, it's not a perfect throw by Mac Jones. It's not. But when you have a deep ball like that, they're not always going to be perfect. It hits him in the hands, and he just drops it. That last play, that's on Mac. He's got to get. He's got to get more distance on that throw. He has to. I know he can do it. He's just got to get more distance on that throw. But then again, you you want to see guys make a play at some point. It's like, hey, you got to go out there and make a play, right? And Taekwon's unable to do that, and uh, you know, and so it's like, and that's not his game. Fine, but it's just you know, make a play, right? And uh, and they weren't able to do that, unfortunately. And you saw some, you saw some Pat's pulpit draft guys. Uh, over on uh, over on the Bengal sideline, guys that, that people loved uh, for the draft, particularly Cam Sample, the the defensive end from Tulane, was all was in the backfield consistently today. And then Cam Taylor Britt, who Keegan was super high on last year, had a gr- I thought he had a great game today, uh, you know, for uh, for Cincinnati. So and of course had that last breakup on on Thornton. So it's just it's it's one of those frustrating things where you look at this team and you say, look. Ultimately, they didn't get blown out. It looked like it was 22-0 in the first half, and they didn't have a chance. They had no shot. I mean, it was just like, just pack it in. Like, just forfeit, and that's it. Just be done. It's like, this is embarrassing, right? And they come out in the second half, and they score 18 points in the second half. They shut out the Bengals in the second half, and they almost mount that comeback and and score. And again, it's similar to that Damian Harris fumble at the end of the game in week one last year against the Dolphins, you know, where you kind of look at it and say, you know, Hey, I mean, this is now a chance. Like we have a shot to win this game. And of course you lose in that, in that scenario. And it's just, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's just, it's so it's one of those things, um, that, that you just can't, it just, it ha it seems like it's happened consistently for the Patriots. They don't have an offense. Their defense finally stepped up in the second half, which was great to see. I was happy to see the defense step up. You knew the defense could do that. I was happy to see them actually do that, which was great. Um, but you know, we need more consistency from both sides of the football. I think um, you know. I thought Judon started out pretty weak. Finished with a sack. Obviously had the great you know fumble, uh, forced fumble against against Mar Chase. And so you know he was banged up for for a moment or two. Marcus Jones was banged up for a moment or two. So it's just. You know, I mean, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. But again, I mean, you walk out of that game thinking, hey, it's frustrating that we lost and it sucks that we lost. But like that game looked like an absolute disaster. And for them to come back and almost win. And of course, you lose in a heartbreaking fashion again, which again, I'm still I still say that that, that play should have blown, been blown dead. I understand why it wasn't. I still think it's pretty clear that his full momentum was stopped. Right, it was pretty obvious that his forward momentum was stopped. He's tied up by three guys. Where's he going? He's not going anywhere. He's getting pushed backwards. And so like he's in the grasp of three different guys getting pushed backwards. And then he fumbles, you know, and so it's just, it's frustrating. You know, it's, it's frustrating. So, um, and, and I agree with you, with, with you, Matt, um, you know, about Mac, uh, he made some bad throws today. He did, but again, he didn't. They weren't all bad. I thought the I thought the uh, the two point conversion throw wasn't great. I thought he probably should have hit Taekwon in the front of the end zone instead of trying to go to Myers in the back of the end zone. But you know the throw could have been better. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't awful. It wasn't awful for Mac. It was awful in the first half for Mac. In the second half, he really rallied. I thought he played pretty well. I thought the, I thought the offense as a whole played okay in the second half. Um, but it's just that it's that offensive consistency right? It's the offensive consistency. And again, you know, you look at last week when you had the lead the whole time and you couldn't hold on and you lose, which is so frustrating. And then this week when you, when you're losing the whole game, but then you have a chance to win and you can't hold on. It's frustrating, you know, and again, not the reason you lost, right? But last, last week you had the questionable call, which was the wrong call. I I don't think anyone can argue there was the wrong call with Keelan Cole. He was pretty clearly out of bounds. They don't overturn it. That's tough. The Ramondre Stevenson play, again, in my opinion, I don't know how that's not blown dead. I mean, that's his full momentum is clearly stopped. He's not going anywhere. He's held by three guys, and he's going backwards. You know, should have been called dead, should have not. I don't know. It's questionable. It's one of those ones that's kind of like, yeah, you know, as a Patriots fan, obviously, I wanted to be blown dead, but, like, the play's still going on. Yeah, he's not stacked up getting pushed back by everyone. It's like he's – I mean, he's not going anywhere, right? If it was Mac Jones in the pile, it gets blown dead because he's not going anywhere, right? Ramondre's been good enough to get out of get out of plays and stuff. So I don't know. It's frustrating. But what are you going to do? Ultimately, you're seven and eight. I think the season's over at this point. Um, you know, but that doesn't mean you can't learn from this. It doesn't mean you can't grow from this. It doesn't mean you can't have positive things come out of this, right? Get Kendrick Bourne on the field. Make Matt comfortable out there. If, that, if he's more comfortable with Kendrick Bourne on the field, Kendrick Bourne should be on the field for every single play. I don't understand what the problem is. I don't care if Matty P likes him or not. What difference does that make? No, it doesn't matter. You put the team in position to win, and the team is in best position to win when the quarterback is doing well and being comfortable. And if that happens when Kendrick Bourne is on the field and it does not when he isn't, I, I, I don't know what the question is. And so that has to change. I thought the defense played well. Once they stopped giving fifteen yard cushions on every single play to the to the to the uh, to the Bengals, made no sense. Made no sense. You're going to give all that underneath stuff open, and Joe Burrow will take that all day long, and then he'll go over the top of you and beat you over the top too because they can do that. And so once they stopped kind of sitting back and waiting for the Bengals, I thought they had a little bit more success. And of course, then then the the pass rush got going a little bit too at the end there. So, but anyways, it's frustrating. I, I'm I'm going to make it quick because it's Christmas Eve, guys. You know. You guys are out there if you celebrate Christmas. I hope you have a great Christmas. Uh either way, I hope you have a great holiday season. Uh enjoy the time off. Um, I'm gonna be we'll be back this week, uh midweek this week, and then and then we'll be back after after the New Year's Day game as well against the Dolphins. At this point, at this point in the season, I, I just think I think you're you're hoping, you're hoping for me to to get, you know, get better. Take some positive things away from these last two games. I don't want them to win. I want them to lose at this point because you're not going to make the playoffs and there's no reason to win those games because you might as well get a better, you might as well get a better, a better, um, draft pick. But, you know, for me, it's just like, you know, take some positives out of those things, right? Take a look at it this year and, and take a look at it this year and say, Mac improved in these areas this year. Even if it was only the last few games, we saw some improvement in these areas. If we do more of that next year, that can be better. So, We'll see what happens. But anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. And Merry Christmas to everyone that's watching and, and listening. I appreciate it. And uh, and we'll, we'll see you back here next uh, midweek this week. All right. Take care, guys.